0: In the air to center field, Taylor going back, and Nando's left the building! Fernando Tatis Jr. returns to the Padres lineup and lifts it out of the yard!
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to Not What It Seems. It is another beautiful day in Southern California. we got a lot to talk about, how you doing, bro?
0: Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh Nice day here in Greenville too. Just went outside, it's like 80-something degrees, kind of nice. I know okay, it's always okay. warm near you, but... It's kind of nice for me. So. No,
1: I mean, dude, the weather is hot. The baseball teams are hot,
0: and some are cold. Unfortunately, yeah.
1: no, that that's fair. That yeah. is true.
0: I I kind of have uh, my team is not doing too good. We're very cold, so I've, you know, I haven't I've been, been having the best time. I've watching. just been like yeah. checking
1: like the box scores after and like yeah. why is like the Rays always get you guys?
0: Dude, they we we like dominated them like since they became a team until the past like three years and yeah because we suck playing at Tropicana I mean we talked about that last week with the turf that's annoying but then they're just destroying us this weekend too it's a bit embarrassing to be honest with you
1: no a little um, bit yeah
0: and we're losing right now three two in the seventh innings a few moments later here springs to the plate swing and a line drive caught by Willie Damage to the right of the bag, and the Rays have gone to Yankee Stadium and have swept the Yankees three in a row. That's great. Yeah. On cold day. That's unfortunate. Not what yeah. you want there, you know. So I've been in a better mood.
1: I mean, you know, I'm feeling kind of good. Jacob DeGrom got a win. Finally, I
0: mean, huh? I mean.
1: Bro, we had to, like, pull teeth to get it, but, like. <laughs> Yeah. Lindora came up big. But, yeah, 14 days. We'll get into it in a little bit. But, yeah. no, he's been ridiculous. So Yeah. And then, did you see, I, I thought this was kind of cool, that they're, who is it, Nike's doing, like, the Connect uniforms, like, the City Connect jerseys right, I did, yeah, I did with, like, that, six yeah. teams.
0: Yeah. So,
1: they announced, yeah, they the Red Sox are doing the Boston Marathon ones. I think it's cool. I didn't actually love that design. I think, I think the idea of it's cool. I wasn't but, a big fan.
0: But. Yeah, I remember like when I when I first turned on a game yesterday, I was like, What the fuck is that? Like I was so confused. And uh yeah. then I looked it up and I saw what they were doing. It is kinda cool. I just I get like the colors too. I mean I I understand it, but Boston Red Sox wearing blue and yellow is kinda weird.
1: I thought it was cool. Um, a couple years ago, right after that whole incident happened, they they were like the home ones that just said Boston on them. I don't know if you so remember they,
0: those. They still do that every year, I'm actually pretty sure. Uh oh gotcha. I think okay, they okay. do it on like well on Patriots Day, which is uh tomorrow, which is like usually that Monday. But um we're recording this on Sunday. So Gotcha, uh, but, gotcha, yeah, okay. They they do wear those because 'cause don't they play like an early game usually too when that happens? Yeah, uh, yeah they do. Uh, right. Ever since, because that was a long time ago now, too, huh? When was that, 2013? That was like,
1: because it was a year was they the won year? Yeah. 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 Right. And the RITs had the whole, like, this is my yeah. fucking city That was insane. That was
0: great, man. They, that was when they had, like, Johnny Gomes. He would get hyped, too. Remember him? Uh, was so, that when they had Saltamacchia, too, I think?
1: Mike Napoli. That was a happy yes.
0: game. Pedroia, right. they, all, they all had the fucking beards, too, which, like, I hated because yeah. I was a Yankees fan. No, so. nah, no, you guys
1: are the clean cut, the, yeah. the classic. They were, like,
0: the complete opposite of us. It was kind of funny. But, right, right. But uh, I saw, too, that there's going to be, like, six other teams that, that do that City Connect thing, like, during the year, which is kind of cool.
1: Which teams, yeah?
0: Yeah, so I was looking it up. There are some cool choices here, to be honest. Like, the Diamondbacks are doing it. They have the potential to be pretty cool, I think. Giants, Dodgers, Marlins could be awesome. Um, I think the Marlins are to be kind of clean. White Sox and Cubs, too. But I think the Marlins are going to be cool.
1: How Nike's doing this, because they've done it with the NBA, like the city editions. Right. And, like, the Miami Heat ones have been kind of clean. I've really messed with those. So I think the Marlins one's going to be cool. Dodgers one I could see being nice.
0: I think d-backs have a shot to be pretty cool because uh they already have like the cool teal on their jerseys or the the purple even they could like bring a throwback kind of thing i mean the giants could be awesome too with like the orange and black they could do something cool with that you know i don't know what they're gonna do though like because obviously it doesn't have to be the same color as the team like boston's doing blue and yellow i mean you know you think about some even some other teams like from these cities like giants could do something like the warriors kind of like a mix of yeah. the warriors or... i've seen those
1: like the the mock yeah. the mock things people do where they right. like mix the team yeah. Yeah. i've seen like the mets do like a brooklyn nets look stuff like that i just hope they expand it to all like 30 teams
0: yeah know? i feel like maybe it was like uh they kind of just picked a few to like do a test run maybe this year and yeah. then like maybe next year they'll do all of them because that'd be pretty cool it would just be a cool way to like bring the teams in a city like together kind of you know what i mean right. too so i think I think it's cool. I'm I'm yeah. sur- I'm interested too to see because the White Sox and the Cubs, like obviously they're both Chicago and they're both mm-hmm. doing it like this year. So, like I wonder if they're each gonna have like a specific uh, like I don't know category they're basing it off of. Like I don't know really what they're gonna yeah. do because they're both Chicago. So,
1: I mean I think it'd be cool to see like a Bulls type one. I don't know which mm-hmm. team would do it, but yeah, be cool. no, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'd be kind of cool, bro. We got a lot going on. Have you ever watched watching this Padre- Padres Dodgers series? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, who wasn't? Man, this was crazy. Game one was awesome. I mean, I think potential to be the best game of the season already. So
1: Dude, it was it was like I was up late even on the West Coast watching this. So brief yeah. summary of things that happened in this game. <laughs> so Machado aggravates his back and his shoulder, but in the ninth inning he stole I think it was two bases. Like injured. So Hosmer drives him in the ninth off Jansen.
0: That was crazy. I mean, because he was out there. I think the, the trainer and the coach came out like once yeah. or twice. And he was like, no, I'm not fucking coming out of with... doesn't.
1: No, he doesn't like steal much either. That's why I was surprised he was even yeah. like, pushing
0: that. I mean, yeah, he's he's lucky he didn't get badly hurt. But he, he did stay and he played yesterday. So.
1: No, yeah. So next thing, bench is clear. After a hit by pitch. Jay Cronenworth coming in to pitch after Corey Seeger hit the go-ahead <laughs> home run. You had, so then Jerkson Profile moves to second. Joe Musgrove comes in to play left field.
0: Mr. No-No, man.
1: Dude, no, apparently he's outfield <laughs> now. And then, so Cronenworth got who but David Price to fly out to Musgrove for a sack fly. And then Price stayed in and close the game in the 12th. I feel like the final score was
0: 11-6. You'd think that it would have been, like, way closer, but the Dodgers kind of... Yeah, no, I know. I feel like that but... does a
1: disservice to how close the game actually yeah. was, but such a good game. It was a it was really was
0: good... Crazy. And then... I mean, you saw both shortstops go deep. Obviously, Seager right. with the game-winner. And this is fourth try. Seager gets into the ball. Way back there! It's gone! But Tatis... And his first game back, too, goes deep. In the air to center field. Taylor going back. And Nando's left the building. Fernando Tatis Jr. returns to the Padres lineup
1: and lifts it out of the yard. Also making two
0: errors. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he made a huge one.
0: Yeah, that one led, I don't know, two run score, I think, on the big one. I mean, you had like, when Cronenworth came in to pitch, he did strike out Mookie Betts too, which was yeah, kind of nuts. That what the hell, <laughs> I don't know, No, I Apparently, actually, Cronenworth used to pitch too. Apparently he used to pitch in college. And, uh, well, remember Cronenworth was part of a trade to, uh, San Diego from Tampa. And I heard yeah. that Tampa had actually been like grooming him to become a two way player. So, oh, he, interesting. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that because, like, I first I saw him strike out Mookie. I was like, what the fuck? Like, Mookie, what are you doing? But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like, and then it's all you could have hoped for, to be honest. It
1: was no, I'm really here for all the chaos. Like, please bring yeah. it on. Yesterday, a little more straightforward. Yeah. Two nothing Dodgers win. Kersh was lights out. I mean I guess the one crazy play you had was the catcher's interference with Jefferson ProFar, Profar yeah. and Austin Barnes. I I was kind of torn on that play. I feel like it was close.
0: I mean I I just like I I can't see how ProFar would be trying to do it on on purpose. He's Yeah, that's to, what my like,
1: Dodgers friend was saying, but I was like I feel like like Barnes has met, like way up. So
0: Right, exactly. I, don't know. I and then, like, I mean, the bench is almost cleared. The pretty much cleared again. Uh, Kershaw was, like, barking at Profar. Yeah. Profar was, like, barking back. Right. I mean, it was heated. Um, and obviously, it was heated because of the day before. And they're in San Diego, man. Like, as as yeah. great of a game as it was to watch as fans in game one, the Padres had to have been pissed that they lost it. So. Oh, yeah. It's understandable. It was
1: freaking loud, man. I don't know if it's, like, 10% attendance there or whatever. But, like. They like they weren't there to mess around. They were freaking loud. Which why, why is, uh,
0: it's crazy that they did lose both games. Like I I can't believe that.
1: Dude, my heart um. would have broke if I was a Padres descent because <laughs> we'll get to that next play. Yeah. So they yeah. are inches away from tying this game, and then Mookie comes in like barely gets his glove under <laughs> the ball with, with two out. Yeah. I should say, Um and that was it.
0: Yeah, I mean, at that moment there were two outs, guys on second and third. They were up two nothing, right? The, the final score was two nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, fucking Tommy Pham like rips one in the center. He's been bad too this year, and like yeah. that was that was like his moment to like click, dude, and like he he had it. And fucking Mookie just books in and gets it. I, I mean, rip the dream. I just this I would be I would be stunned if I was a Padres fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they play at four today. Eastern time, so that would be that's like a one, one o'clock. About one o'clock, right? Yeah, on. but, I feel like yeah. Bowers
1: on the mound, so I mean, you want more, so, you want more, today games, is... more like chaos, like.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's Bauer versus Snell, so.
1: Oh right.
0: And obviously, oh, it's Snell's first start against the Dodgers since the World Series, so. I just that would go
1: more than like four innings. You gotta hope so.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I would say he's going to. I don't see how Taylor could not let him do that, especially because of them running through their bullpen in game one, too. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah. it's been a great series, and there's gonna be a lot more of them. Like, I mean, we said this from the start of the yeah. season like, this is like the matchup we're looking forward to the most. Like, probably the two best teams in baseball.
0: And with this. Yeah, I mean, team. they're gonna play. They play each other 19 times, so they've played twice now. So they got 17 more, including today. So that's going to be good. I think it's going to be uh, even crazier. Like, let's say San Diego doesn't win today, and then they go into Dodger Stadium for the next series. I mean, they're going to have to win at least two, or they will. It's just been a lot of fun to watch. I'll tell you that
1: it is cool that they they do feel like grown up now. I will say, like the Padres, like you don't feel like absolutely. Like, you feel like they're really, like, here this time? So, it's been... It's been Yeah, fun.
0: I mean, the one thing, I, they seem grown up and all... Tatis can't keep making these fucking errors, I got to tell you. Yeah. Um, He has seven already on a year. He's played, like, six games.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: It's crazy. Like, because remember, like, when he first came up, he had a lot of errors. Then, last year, it was, like, again, a shortened season, but... Last year, he had no errors, I don't think, at all. And then he had fucking seven in the first like Well, obviously, it's been, like, three weeks, but he was out for 10 days. So, um <laughs> something to keep an eye on. I mean. It is. Because, like, this is your guy. You just paid however much fucking money it was. Yeah. In, like, 14 years to be your shortstop. So, you yeah, can't I mean, have that. I you I would
1: put him, though. Like, it's, like, worst-case scenario. Like, I feel like he's locked in there, you know.
0: Because they don't really have any other positions, like. Manny's at third. The only thing I could see is, like, Manny and him switching. But I don't know if third would be any easier because still, Manny has played but short. Manny
1: sucks at – actually, no, I wouldn't say sucks. he sucks. Like, Manny's, like, a yeah. killer at third. So I just, like, I can't move
0: him. And, like, obviously they're not moving Tatis to, like, first because Hosmer's there. So, I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on, though, for Maybe sure. Maybe he'll figure it out. But yeah, he's better.
1: Been, that's been the story in Southern California. Moving on to – Junk Balls of the Week, another set of really good outings. First, we have another no-hitter, Carlos Roden, against Cleveland at home, nine innings, seven Ks, one hit by pitch in the ninth. He had the perfect game going, zero hits.
0: Yeah, man, this is cool. Um, I, I had him watch the whole game. I was doing some work, but I started watching it at like seven inning. Around that mark, and um, I mean, Radon looked crazy. It was like the obviously the best anyone's ever seen him pitch before. Um, he was lights out. I mean, he was throwing fastballs. He got like velocity higher as the innings went on, which was crazy. Yeah. I think uh, in the ninth, he threw a fastball that was like 100 miles an hour, and yeah. like he had it the whole game. So he was like, no, hey, because so. I feel like he's
1: been through a lot. Like he. He he was drafted a while ago, but he was a high pick. Like there was a the high the expectations were there, and I don't know maybe he's figuring it out.
0: Yeah, they were talking a lot during the broadcast that I watched at the end about like how they the White Sox have a new pitching coach or something, and oh they think that he's helped him out a lot because um, and his start before that too he looked really good against Seattle. Also, I don't think he let maybe he let up like one run that start, but mm. um yeah, but he was a high pick. I think I don't know what year it was, but he was like the third overall pick. Um. Yeah. He was picked, like, before Trey Turner that year. Oh, okay. And a few other guys, like, big guys. And, like, he actually went to uh, college with Trey Turner. They actually went to school in North Carolina. They went to NC uh, oh, State. Okay. They pitched at uh, – well, he pitched, and Turner played short at NC State. Um,
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: So, I saw that, like, a lot of guys were hyped for him. It looked like the whole team was, like, so happy for him because a lot of guys, like, they have said he's an awesome dude to have in the clubhouse, too. Yeah. Because what happened too? Did you, I don't know if you knew this, but um, he was—I uh, think he was designated for assignment, or something happened where the White Sox like didn't. I don't know. Something was contract like early in the off season, so then they released him or something. But then they signed him back to like a cheaper deal because they did yeah. want him. Yeah, he was like a free agent or something. Like I think they were gonna pay him five million on his contract or something, and like they did something with that, so they dropped him and like they added him back for like three million. So it's obvious that they wanted him. They just didn't. I don't know. If, I don't know. They had confidence in him. I just don't know if they yeah. thought he was going to be this good.
1: You'll have a good comeback, yeah. start, I guess. So what was it? Two no uh, hitters in like six
0: days now. Both the only blemish was like a hit by pitch, too.
1: Right, right, Which yeah. Is crazy. And both are just like not top of the line. I mean, I guess you can argue they are top of the line starters, but like they're both like three in their respective rotations.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, I think with Musgrove, you could say if he's in a lot of other rotations, he would be the number one, I would say. Yeah,
1: true. I, I mean, they're I also on stacked teams, right, right.
0: Rodon, no, I don't know, man. Because, like, he's been okay. He's never been this good. So, uh, we'll see. It's good for him, though. Cool yeah.
1: So, two days later, nice pitching duel in D.C. Max Scherzer, seven innings, two hits, two walks, no runs, ten strikeouts. He passed Cy Young for 22nd on the all-time strikeout list and going against Widener, who went six innings, no earned runs, three Ks, and it came down to a walk-off homer by Kyle Schwarber in the night.
0: Yeah, I I wasn't really watching that game, but I saw the highlights from it. Um, I mean, it was obviously, like you said, just a pitcher's duel. You know, I don't even know who that guy Widener really was, but I, no. I looked up at his stats. He's actually looked okay this year for Arizona. Um, but, yeah, I mean – Good for Mad Max, um, passing Cy Young for 22nd on the all-time list, man. That's a, that's a Hall of Famer if I've ever seen one before.
1: He's getting so, up there. Yeah, he's really in yeah. the, like, the all-time uh, yeah. rankings now, especially with the ring, too. I feel like it helps. I don't know, yeah. yeah not
0: sure. much of the sports, but still a big deal. And, like, it was uh, – like you that you know it's interesting, too? Like, the Nats win one nothing on a walk-off homer in the ninth. You realize that the ninth inning is, like, the only time that's ever going to happen now or the 7th in doubleheaders, because once it's extras, there's going to be a guy on second. So it, right, it'll never yeah. be a walk-off solo homer unless it's in the ninth or the 7th for a doubleheader, which is kind of great. What do you
1: think of the 7-inning
0: games? Um, I, I I like them just because, like, you don't have to blow through your bullpen. Like, I mean, I, hmm. I do love the 9-inning games, though, so I don't know. What do you think? It just feels
1: weird. It feels weird when yeah. you're in, like, like, the sixth inning, but it's technically, like, the eighth. Right. Like, it, it, I don't know. I, I just – I'm still wrapping my head around it. The Mets had a game near the other day. They won. I didn't even realize it was over after seven. But, yeah. I don't know. It, it's a, it's just a little gimmicky, but I, I kind of – I understand the reasoning, too. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like – I don't know. It's weird. It's just because, like, a guy like on the Mets, like DeGrom, for example, could just throw – if it goes into extras, like he could throw nine innings and two of them would technically be extra innings. Yeah.
1: Now, does a seven-inning um, game, like let's say he goes all the way, is that a complete game?
0: I, I think technically, yeah. It's kind
1: of weird. I don't know if I like Which, that. Yeah,
0: I don't like that either. Mm. That's a good old asterisk right there.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess you yeah. have that for the time being. Yeah. Um, one guy who I said in the start of the season was going to be gross, Tyler Glasnow, he's been killing it. So, against yeah. Texas on the 12th, he went seven, two-thirds, two hits, one walk, no runs, 14 Ks, and then yesterday against your guys, not as good, but one earned in five innings with seven Ks.
0: Yeah, uh, your side pick, dude. That was your guy. Um, That's a good pick. I mean, I've, I've known he was going to be good for a while now. He was good last year. Um, obviously, the start against Texas, I mean, Texas isn't very good, and... Yeah. He did what he was supposed to do against them, you could really say. Um, so that was cool. 14 strikeouts, I mean, come on. That's nuts. Because, um, like, you know, Texas has Joey Gallo. They have some guys who can get to him. 14 strikeouts. Uh, yeah, I mean, you to got beat it.
1: up on the bad team, so.
0: Yeah. And like uh, against us yesterday, he didn't have his best stuff. I watched the whole game. But um, he, he looked good enough. I mean, mm. Especially because we suck right now, so he didn't need to be perfect, <laughs> so um yeah, it was funny too yesterday, like <laughs> well, there was a lot of like weird injuries in the game yesterday, but really, Glasnow in like the fifth inning, um Glasnow is like on the mound, and like he gets the ball back from the catcher or something, and he just all of a sudden like rips his glove off his hand and he's like holding his hand weird, he had like a cramp or something like in between like his thumb and his pointer finger. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, locked in there. It was, like, crazy. And, like, all the guys were bringing, like, water out from the dugout and shit. The game was paused for, like, five minutes. He was just, like, chugging drinks. And then he was, like, fine. But That was weird. I think it, like, you ever get, like, a charley horse or something, like, in your yeah. leg? Yeah, or... yeah. I think it looked like, similar to that. But, like, it was just, like, out of nowhere. Like, it was a 2-1 count. It was, like, in the middle of the count. And yeah. it was just, like, what the hell? But, um, I mean, you yeah.
1: still still grounded through a pretty good outing. So. Yeah, I did. That's been been going with the Rays. And then two other big ones, Shane Bieber, complete game shutout in Chicago. This one was nine innings, not seven. (laughs) Three hits, one walk, 11 Ks. And then Jacob DeGrom in Colorado, Mm -hmm. six innings, three hits, one walk, no earned runs, 14 Ks. Finally got a win. Uh, it tradition. just so
0: happens that it was in Colorado, too, somehow. Right, yeah, of course. His um, first
1: one is in, like, a hell to pitch in.
0: Yeah, and he, he looked like he was not pitching in Colorado. I watched some of the game. It was, like, nuts. Um, 14 strikeouts in six innings. Are you kidding Hey, That's insane. Um, I agree, he probably could have closed that out, too. I think he could have, too. But, I mean, because, like, he did let up runs, but they weren't earned because of fucking McNeil's stupid error. Oh,
1: Jeff McNeil has been so bad.
0: weird too like i I don't know why we need to
1: like make a statement that like we're not gonna put up with this
0: you guys got like some guys like vr could fill in for him somewhere (laughs) yeah Yeah, yes Um, and i mean in the bieber's case he's just being shane bieber so it's like kind of the whole story around cleveland is great pitching horrible offense Somehow they're seven and seven because of their pitching, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was actually the day before the no hitter too that Rodon threw. The game was like the day before, so like if you're if fans in Chicago got to see two great pitching performances like two days in a row, yeah, so it's pretty cool.
1: Legit. So going back to Jeff McNeil for a second, we're going to start a new segment where we talk about who's hot and who's not. So first off, for your hot guy. Who you got
0: this week my hot guy man i got rafael devers on the boston red sox um i mean we boston's offense has been sick like way if they're the top in the american league right now and he's a big reason why um the last seven games he's hit 304 three homers nine rbis he almost had another homer yesterday that was robbed by adam eaton uh so he's been hot man uh and it kind of has covered up his defense because he hasn't been great defensively. But yeah. I think they're okay with that if he's going to be hanging above 300 with that much power. So that's who I got going.
1: I passed on with fantasy. I'm kind of disappointed I did.
0: did you? I actually I picked him in my team. So
1: No, I went George yeah. Springer over him, and that was just like a did massive you? mistake. But yeah. regardless, he's killing it. My yeah. guy, uh, former met and here with me in L.A., Justin Turner, Last seven days batting .450, three homers, seven RBIs. Batting four twenty six as a whole. He's like wow. also like thirty six years old or something like that.
0: Yeah, right. I, yeah, he's like thirty six, thirty seven, whatever he is.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like when they resigned him, it was kind of like a oh, like this is a nice like this is like a luxury to have, you know, keeping a guy like this, like clubhouse guy. Like <laughs> yeah. probably didn't expect him to be this good.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I, I doubt Justin Turner even expected to be this good. If you ask him, he would say he would. But um, he's like, yeah, he's arguably been the best player on L.A. this season. And he's like one of the oldest on the roster. So kind yeah, of no,
1: he's like the core of that team. I feel like yeah. It's consistently.
0: Yeah. I mean, like the Brewers almost signed him this year. Like they, they said they gave him an offer. There was no way he was leaving L.A. No.
1: No, why would you? I mean, no. yeah. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, he could have been in a lineup with like Yelich. Kane, all those guys, but it wouldn't have been the same.
1: <laughs> ah, stay in the light, man. Yeah. Who you got for your slumping guy?
0: Yeah, my slumping guy, there's a lot of guys to choose from on the Yankees, but I'm going to go with someone specific. Rick. I'm going with my boy Aaron Hicks. Uh He's been horrible, absolutely atrocious, hitting 174, one homer, five RBIs, 516 OPS. He's eight for 46 on the season. His last seven games, he's hitting 211 with one run, no homers, no RBIs. He's been actually better hitting from the right side than the left side, but obviously he doesn't have as many at-bats from the right side, so that's why his number looks yeah. so shitty. I think out of his eight hits, I think, like, six of them are from the right side or something like that. So when he's up lefty, he's really been terrible. Is but...
1: it like, the numbers he put up in Minnesota before he went to you guys where he was, like, just yeah. good at fielding but, like,
0: couldn't hit a lick. It's weird because, like, he has been great for us hitting-wise since yeah. he came over. Way better than I think we even thought he would be. Oh, yeah. And, um, well, speaking of good defensively, when I was watching the game earlier today, he made two horrible errors in center field. That was even worse. That's why I have him on here also. What
1: <laughs> a start for Aaron.
0: Damn. Listen, Hicks, he needs to just step it up. The whole Yankees team does. And they they always – they have Hicks hitting third too because he's like a switch hitter. We have a lot of the righties, so that doesn't make it any easier.
1: Yeah. No, that's got. Sense.
0: Who do you got for yours though? I mean, I I got, don't know if it's gonna be as well, bad as me. But.
1: I mean, I, I mentioned McNeil already, so I'll go with a different guy. Okay. Um, I could have gone with Conforto, I guess too. Been awful. Yeah. Um one, yeah. I'll go with Juck Peterson, his last seven games, two for nineteen, Fuck. no homers, no RBIs. I feel like like they thought they were gonna pretty pretty solid guy from LA. And like the only reason LA was gonna keep him a spot for him and they were tight yeah. on the cap. But no, he's been he's been awful.
0: I didn't really know he was that bad. I, I know the Cubs haven't been good, so you can kind of assume. No, that, the whole but, lineup's been like really bad. Um, so. But yeah, like he was the guy. I'm pretty sure who had like the best spring training out of anybody in the league. Jock did, right? And then like he's just been this bad now. So I guess it
1: just doesn't correlate.
0: No, I guess not. Um, I mean, because we've talked about too how Cubs guys could get shipped out at the deadline. If he's playing this bad, why would any team even want him, unfortunately? Yeah. So.
1: yeah, I don't think he's on too long a deal, so maybe...
0: I think it was if, a one-year deal, yeah.
1: Oh, one-year deal? Okay, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Jock is such a great guy, too. I think everybody hopes that he kind of steps it up. So.
1: Oh, yeah. And we got a few guys this week who will talk about if their performance so far is what it seems or not what it seems. Is it a fluke? So, first your man Mercedes on the White Sox, leading MLB in bat average and he's second in OPS. Is he what he seems?
0: I think so. I like the story. So I'm going to say, yeah, he's what it seems. Um, First eight at-bats, eight hits. So that was kind of nuts. Against like some solid pitching too in Anaheim. Like I think against Otani, he might have even had a hit too that weekend. Yeah, he's been kind of getting this opportunity too because of the injury, <sighs> Eloy, Eloy, Jimenez, on the white side. Right, right. Him, but that's the only reason why he's even got this chance. So, yeah, I'm going to say that's what it seems, though. He's he's built like a tank. So <laughs> he's big guy, and uh, he's got the power, too, obviously, with the OPS.
1: I'm going to say no. No, because, like, I, I think he could very well just keep being, like, a solid player. But I feel like he still has so few at-bats in the majors. I feel like pitchers are going to figure him out.
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you could see maybe halfway through the year his numbers dip a little, maybe, because that does happen. I feel like with some guys, sometimes when they come up and do like amazing out of nowhere, they get figured out like that. So, I could be wrong. Yeah,
1: I just. Yeah, I don't know if it's, if it's what he has is sustainable. Next guy, Jazz Chisholm Jr. on the Marlins, batting three twenty three homers, six RBIs, 1.161 OPS. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about it beforehand. This is the guy that Derek Jeter went out and got for yeah. that gallon, and he's it's been,
0: been awesome too. So
1: yeah, no, it's it's been a pretty yeah. fair deal so far. But yeah. I don't, I, I guess they knew something we didn't because he's been killing it.
0: Yeah, he's been awesome. I mean, he has so much flair too. If you watch him, like he's got that blue hair right now too, which like, he fits I mean, perfect it, in Miami. I, I
1: feel oh like yeah, he's setting.
0: Um, yeah, I mean he. You can tell he's getting along with like the veteran, uh, like Latino players a lot too. Like Jesus Aguilar is looking like a big mentor for him, or Miggy Rojas, the captain of the Marlins, pretty much. Um, and it's funny too because like Jazz is a shortstop, but he's playing second most of the time in Miami right now, and um, because like Miggy plays short, but they're kind right. of grooming Jazz to be like the shortstop of the future. To me, it looks like he's a beast. He runs with Flair. He makes a great defensive plays. Uh, he's even shown some power. Like we talked about last week, one of his home runs was off the ground.
1: a freaking nuke off the ground, it's like the second deck of City Citi yeah.
0: Um, I think it's what it seems. This kid just seems like he has it all. Um, and I've heard his expectations of himself, too. He literally says that he's playing because he wants to be in the Hall of Fame. So, He's got high expectations of himself, which is always a good thing.
1: I think he's legit. Yeah. You do too? For, I, I just, just kind of get the feeling. I don't have any, like, thing to back that up. It just he <laughs> seems like, yeah, I like the confidence. I like, yeah. Yeah, I like him just coming out of nowhere.
0: Miami looks, looks okay, dude. Like, they are right behind you guys in the standings right now. Ahead that of Atlanta, Philly, like, and D.C.
1: Jam-packed. Yeah. I the think they would man. be around the 500 team. Like, maybe a little under.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I predicted every team in that division to be above 500. Right. I picked, her, I picked the Marlins to end in last, but I picked them to be 82 and 80. So, um, you know, I think... And they're play, still missing Sanchez, too. They are, which, uh, yeah, because they were going to, like, leave him down in the beginning anyway, and then I think he got hurt or something. I think so, so now so. I don't even think he's throwing, which sucks. Um, because, like, they've been that good with uh Sandy and Pablo Lopez. Like, imagine yeah. if Sixto was up, too. <laughs> I mean, they might even be ahead of you guys if that was the case. So
1: Yeah, no, they're not fun to play against. I don't like no. them. Our last guy, much older than your men and Jazz, yeah. Mad Bum, Madison Bumgarner, since the start of 2020. So we have a much – we have a bigger sample size here then. 8.84 ERA, 1.8 whip, and his fastball velocity is way down. So is this what it seems? Is this who Mad Bum is?
0: And I <laughs> – I hate to say it, but yes, I think this is just going to be what it is from now on. Obviously, we've seen guys change when their velocity diminishes. Guys like CeCe, Granky, they've learned how to pitch better. An ERA above eight? I mean, give me a break. That's not good. It's almost like impossible if you think about it. Like I know 2020 was a shortened season, and he's only had three starts this year, but he would have to change it around a lot to get people to think that he's actually the guy he used to be.
1: I hope it's not. I hope it's this This is just an aberration. But I don't know, man. He's also, I just looked it up, he's only 31. I would have thought he was definitely older than that. So I don't know 31. why he's dropped off this much.
0: It's, it's funny, though. Like, the one thing you could pin it on is the amount of postseason innings he pitched.
1: Maybe. I mean, yeah.
0: you remember back in the day, he was all for it. And great for him because he's a hero in San Francisco, and he always will be. But that literally could have fucked his whole career over because he probably, I mean, those three seasons, he was pitching deep into the playoffs. Didn't he pitch also? They made the playoffs in 16 as well. They yeah. Beat you guys in the wild card game. That uh-huh. Thinking, yeah, the right? complete game. Yeah. And then I think he pitched the next series too. So, like, he's pitched a lot in the postseason. It's probably equaled close to, like, two more seasons because of, like, the stress it puts on you, too, like, in the playoffs. Let's hope it's not the case, though. I mean, I mean
1: only I, – I guess to play devil's advocate right now. He has more strikeouts than innings pitch. So it's not as if he's not, like, still mi- – he's not missing bats anymore. So I guess that, I don't yeah. know, that's one thing you could look at. That, like, maybe he still has some stuff left. But I don't know, man. That's – yeah, I liked him. I liked him when he was, like, just single and like, carrying the Giants. I, like, he was a, he was a scrappy guy. But –
0: if the pitching just doesn't work out, throw him at DH. Trade him to Honestly, the American League team, put him at DH. <laughs> he could some ducks
1: at DH. He was a yeah. great two-way
0: player. Great, dude. He was awesome. I mean, I think we've talked about it before, but who's he homered against? Like, Kershaw a couple times, I think. Luke Kersh. High drive. Left field. Might have homered against I think Greinke maybe at some point I don't remember who exactly but listen I mean his contract is not going away so they may have to make a move like that we'll see what happens.
1: Nineteen career homers I'm looking at right now.
0: Nineteen. He had
1: one season with five for the Giants.
0: (laughs) That's probably that's like more than some position players even had that that year. (laughs) Wow.
1: Now hopefully he turns it around. So some injury updates the first couple out of Southern California. Cody Bellinger has a hairline fracture in his left leg, so he's going to miss more time than originally expected. And then, on the other hand, Tatis basically ended up having the best-case scenario with his shoulder injury. You thought maybe he'd be out for like extended time. No, he missed about like a week. And he came back, and he hit a bomb. In the air to center
0: field. Taylor going back. Has left the building! Fernando Tatis Jr. returns to the Padres lineup and lifts it out of the yard! Um, yeah, Tatis, again, he came back pretty much in like the 10 day time span, which is kind of crazy. Um, you know, the Padres needed him back. So that's kind of where that I stands.
1: That's the opposite case of the Dodgers, right? Because right. they're 13 2 without Cody. I feel like there's no reason <laughs> yeah. to rush him.
0: But on the other Tatis. hand,
1: right? Like you have Tatis, who is probably more valuable to San Diego.
0: Um, Bellinger's injuries sucked too. Did you see what happened? No. Um, so he there was it was in Oakland. He was like he had a hit, like a chopper, I think. And the pitcher was covering first, and Bellinger was running down the line. You usually see like the runner step on the pitcher's foot or like their leg or something. So that opposite happened. So, like, I think Montas was the guy covering. And, like, it wasn't on purpose, obviously. But, like, yeah. he was running over at the same time. And he just spiked him, like, on his back of his leg. Bro, I hate, yeah. like,
1: fluky-ass injuries like that.
0: Yeah, me too. And I can't I mean, believe it actually ended in a fracture. Like, that's bad.
1: i <laughs> Dodgers are lucky, like, they have the depth to, like, I know. easily win without him. Because, I don't know, if my team's, like, season was, like, derailed by a pitcher stepping on my guy's foot. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Now it's whack. I know. So, that's, I mean, he'll, My, I think he'll be back around sometime in May, I would assume. But, Hopefully. But, yeah, I would not rush him. I feel like there's no reason to. So, a couple other ones. Johnny Quato's is out with a grade one last strain, probably from whatever, did you see the pitch he threw the other day? Where he like, what? what's the word for it? He just like hesitated like three times. <laughs> like I, I feel like you have to look this up for whoever's listening. to, Like yeah. I probably sound like make no sense, but Absolutely. he just like stuttered like in his wind up like three times. And I feel like I don't know. It would throw the batter off so much. I was I mean, that
0: he does it all the time, right? Like doesn't he do things like that a lot? Like where he'll I like so. he'll he'll come up and like turn sometimes, or he'll like, do, like hold his leg up longer, whatever he does. Like he does these weird things. Yeah, and like it. It does throw the timing off, but then if if it fucking gets you hurt, dude, like don't do it. I mean, no,
1: I have no idea if that's what I should do. am just like no, it's he's a speculation. He it. He yeah, was he was. You well hope so. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, you hope he comes back soon because he could definitely be a trade piece too if the Giants kind of fall off. Yeah, but I think he's in the last year of his deal, isn't he? It's like mega deal that like didn't work out. <laughs> Sounds
1: about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, contract year, but yeah, and then. Christian Yelich has been out since the 11th with a back injury. He was placed on the aisle yesterday, so gonna miss somewhere around 10 more days, depending on where that where the retroactive was. on the.
0: I think I saw that it was the 14th. 14th? Okay. So, about a week from now, maybe, if he's back right when he is eligible.
1: Yeah, but talk about like another injury where you can't afford to lose him now.
0: No, I mean because they... uh... They have Kane and Long on the aisle right now too. So that's not, they're lucky they have as good of starting pitching as it's been because they would not be doing that good without them. Yeah.
1: And then lastly, the Atlanta Braves are banged up. They have put Juice Smiley to the aisle with forearm inflammation, Max Fried to the aisle with ham, for the hamstring strain, uh, Christian Pache, Posh- Posh- to Posh- the Posh- aisle, Pache Posh- with a groin strain, uh, Ender Inciarte and hamstring, and Albies was hit by a pitch on the calf, and he left Friday's game. Don't know how serious that one is, but, yeah, banged up.
0: Man, it's like, you just rattled off, like, five names. That sucks you. I wonder like, why the Braves are doing that thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I feel like Acuna is, like, <laughs> carrying them right now, but.
0: Yeah, he definitely is. Um, Him and Freddie, too. I think Freddie's been okay, so, yeah. obviously, Um, but, Yeah, I mean, you talk about their rotation. They're lucky they signed Morton because now Smiley's out, Freed's out, Soroka's obviously out. I mean, Morton, who the fuck else is behind him? Ian Anderson, maybe? He came up last year, I think. And that guy, Kyle Wright, the other rookie kid from last year, I don't know. That sucks, though. I mean, that's not what they need in your division, dude. That's a lot of injuries. Um, no. And Pache was supposed to be like this, uh, great center fielder and now he's hurt with a groin strain. I don't know how long he's going to be out. Um, so, I mean, with that injury, NCRT was playing center every day, and then he got hurt too. So, that, yeah, actually, didn't they call someone up who hadn't been in the big leagues now for like 14 years or something?
1: I did see that. He's like, yeah, 36 and he even plays, <laughs> like 09, something like
0: I, I think it was 08. Yeah. 08? Yeah. Um, oh, I guess. <laughs> never,
1: I mean, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's like, no, it's cool. I mean, I don't Is he. Actually going to help him?
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, obviously they brought him up because of the injuries, but it'd be nice to see – it'd be a nice storyline to see him do good. Yeah. I think there's no reason why anyone would be rooting against him to do good. So um, – No, no, no. You know, but yeah, step up, dude.
1: I think – yeah, the, the one thing the Braves have gone for him is that the still, like, jammed right now. So it's not as if they're yeah. falling too far behind because everyone's basically in the same spot.
0: Yeah. So. Um I agree. Because I think they're six and nine, or whatever they are. Like, you guys are what? Well, I don't know if you could go by your rec- your record. I don't.
1: I want to say six and four.
0: Okay. Because I know so, you guys yeah, haven't played you're... as many games. but
1: Yeah, it's a hard comparison. Nationals have missed a few. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're, no one's really falling too far behind, though. Okay, so Braves, like we said, currently in last place at six and nine. Yankees are currently in last place. Which of the two. Would you say is more likely to finish there? Like if it had to happen, one had
0: to finish. <laughs> oh man, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to go Braves just because of the injuries we were just talking about. The Yankees excuse isn't injuries. It's just like that they suck right now, but I think the team with the most injuries probably has a greater potential to come in last. Um, unless the injuries aren't that significant. Like, we don't know if these guys are all going to come back in, like, a week. Um, if that's the case, we we actually played them um, Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Oh, so, okay. if one completely rolls over the other, over the two games, maybe that will answer the question better. But I think the Braves have a better chance of doing that, just because of how tough the division is, too. Right, so, right. Um, okay,
1: then. So, if I gave you four first-place teams right now, you got the Reds, Red Sox, Royals and Mariners. I know, right? Who would you say is the most <laughs> likely to finish first then?
0: Man, this is, like, surprising. Um, you know, I think, like, again, they're, they're, some of these teams, like we talked about during the um, preseason, like, they could have been good. Like, we didn't say they wouldn't be, most of them. Maybe the Mariners are the most surprising. Um, they are actually tied for first with the Angels right now. Um, but that could ch- change because the angels aren't even playing now because of the twins COVID situation. Right. Right. Um, but I'm going to go with the Reds. I think that division, it sucks. So, and their offense has really been good. Plus Sonny Gray just came back and pitched pretty well yesterday. Um, Castillo, like we've talked about the Reds a lot. I feel like, so um, I think the Reds, um, I don't know though. There's some interesting choices.
1: I would think the Reds, too, but I'll give you, like, a hypothetical, like, crazy scenario. The Red Sox keep on killing on offense. Chris Sale comes back, stays healthy, pitches, like, pretty close to who he is. Eduardo Rodriguez stays good, and then Red Sox.
0: evaldi has been good, too. Evaldi. Um I'll go have... Red Sox.
1: I'll just say I'll, – I'll throw it out there. You
0: never know. I mean, I, I don't think you're that wrong, and it kills me to say that as a Yankee fan, but um, they've looked so good. Like, But there is a little bit of a problem. They've had an easy schedule so far. I think yeah. I was looking at uh, – let me pull it up again. I was looking at their schedule the other day. I think in uh, May or June they have, like, a horrible schedule against, like, a lot of good teams. Didn't
1: they start off 0-3 too?
0: Yeah, they did because, yeah, Baltimore swept them. <laughs> and then they haven't lost it. Well, I think they lost one since, but um, let me see, though. They have, like, a really bad schedule. That'd be such
1: a thing for them to do, though, because I, I feel like wasn't that in 2013, too, where they were yeah. coming off the last-place season and they just wanted to win the World Series?
0: So. Right, right, right. right. yeah, so this is the month, June. So June, they start off – okay, so they got three games in Houston, three games in New York, three games against Houston at home, three four against Toronto. Two against the Braves, three against the Royals, who are another first-place team. We just said that's surprising. Yeah. And they got three against the Rays, and then three against the Yankees, and three more against the Royals. Damn! Wow. That I mean that month is going to be telling you if they're really for real. Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: if they get through that, then they're probably legit. But
0: because that's going to be right before the All Star break too. That's going to be yeah. like a month before. So, um, <laughs> and those are going to be those are all teams that are going to be above five hundred most likely at that point. So if yeah. they can like get, if they can weather the storm there, maybe sale comes back around that time too. Um, then I'll really view them as like legit. And then I'll say the Yankees are not going to win a division. So we'll see. I uh,
1: yeah. That's my answer. But I think it's definitely not the Mariners. I don't have any confidence in them.
0: Yeah. I don't either. Maybe,
1: maybe. I could see something. I mean, central's kind of wide open too.
0: It is. Um, yeah. The Mariners, I just, I, I don't see. Um, no, the, Angels, the, the Angels look better. The A's the A's have been hot. Hot. Olsen's been swinging about really well. Um, they, like, crushed. <laughs> Casey Myers had looked, like, really good in his first two starts, I think, for Detroit, and, like, Oakland completely destroyed him. So that kind of sucks for that kid. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Mariners, maybe your guy Jared Kalinick, though, comes up and uh, <laughs> no, he would do starts that. He swing to swing the bat, keep him there. So. We'll Thanks,
1: Freddie. <laughs> yeah. All right, then wrapping up for this week. But first, what's one series that you're looking forward to this week?
0: Yeah, it seems like there's not as many good series coming up this week. But um, wow. I'm going with Brewers playing in San Diego. I think that's going to be kind of interesting. Um, obviously, we did talk about the Brewers injuries. But um, there's going to be some great pitching matchups all three games. Um I don't know who is starting for the Padres in the third game, but so far it's going to be Woodruff against Musgrove tomorrow. Then it's going to be Corbin Burns versus Chris Paddock on Tuesday. And then Adrian Hauser goes for the Brewers on Wednesday. Again, I don't know who goes for uh, San Diego then, but um, those are some good pitching matchups. The Brewers pitching, like I said, have been really good. So that's what I'm going with there. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go – I'll go Blue Jays at Boston. Because, like okay. we said, Boston's hot, 10-5. Yeah. And then Blue Jays are only 7-8. But I feel like like it's just a matter of time before they figure it out. And you yeah. got Ryu going. I believe it's Tuesday they have him lined up for us. So he's been killing it. I mean, yeah, Springer's coming back soon. Bo, Vlad. Vlad's
0: well, been sick, dude. Have you seen his – he's hitting, like, above 450 or something crazy.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, it's just a matter of time. But I think that's going to be a yeah. – it's gonna be a good series.
0: Yeah, it should be. Um, I think the Blue Jays honestly like to play wherever they're not playing in their spring training facilities. So.
1: Right, right. I think they'd and, rather
0: play on the road than at home at this point. <laughs> so,
1: trick, quick trip to Fenway. And then, last but not least, stat of the week. So, Shane Bieber, uh, defending Cy Young winner, he had ten Ks in the first four, like ten Ks each in each of his four starts. That is the First pitcher, he's the first pitcher to do that in a season since
0: 1893. Wait, what? Are you serious?
1: Yeah. No one's done 10 kids in each of their first four starts in no one. over 100 years.
0: That's insane. Like, even if you think about guys now, DeGrom, Cole, Verlander. Yeah. Or, like, back in the day, that's insane. Who the fuck? Like, that, that's that got to be some guy with some weird-ass fucking name, whoever does no, it. No, they don't say
1: it here. Yeah, right? but yeah. For it's like, <laughs> I don't know. They used to have, like, these weird-ass uh, nicknames yeah. back in the day.
0: <laughs> wow, so, that's not good for Beaver.
1: Yeah, no, he's—he's he's, he clearly was not a fluke last year, the, the short and Cy Young. But yeah. that wraps it up for us. We will be back next week to recap games and talk about what's next. Catch you later. Yeah.